I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. According to City of Brownsville Interim City Manager Helen Ramirez, the City of Brownsville has a global presence. I was in Austin and I was at a restaurant bar and they had trivia and there was some space trivia. While you had the Vandenberg Air Force Base, you had and the Space Coast Florida, you had Brownsville as one of the, the choices. So we're there. I mean, we are international. And sometimes we... We think, you know, we are international. We have companies from Canada already here. We have companies from Spain that are here. Um, You know, we have companies from Mexico, attracting companies from Europe, from Asia. So we are global. This is a global economy, and we're a reflection of that. At the time of this interview with Steve Taylor, Interim City Manager Helen Ramirez was the Executive Director of the Greater Brownsville Incentives Corporation. At the beginning of July, the Greater Brownsville Incentives Corporation, in conjunction with the Rio Grande Valley Partnership, co-hosted an investor's tour at an electronic game venue called the Main Event in Brownsville. Steve Taylor found a quiet area at the Main Event to speak to Helen Ramirez. First of all, the developers tour, when we first started this in 2019, there was probably 150 people that would come from the RGV, and now we were at over 300 people, and the fact that, um, you know, we're holding an event in an area, a part of the mall that needed redevelopment, in Sears a box that was probably closed since like late 2018, um, just really speaks to just open about wonderful, vibrant family entertainment center, which is main event, you know, with Dave and Buster's um, behind and supporting them. But, you know, this deal started in 2019. So there was a lot of, um, you know, uh, relationship building, understanding where the development of this this portion of the mall with the new ownership was going to go and just to see the culmination of main event opening which is one of the largest in the country on July 1st and then having the and hosting it we wanted something a little bit more different and the fact that we have developers now coming to us right whether it's from California Houston Dallas um, Mexico Germany it's very nice to see that right because you see the value you know SpaceX is, is doing great it had got his mitigated uh, findings of no significant impact for launch, and uh, we got a new uh, full-service hotel approved with a 10,000 square foot event center. So it's a culmination of a lot of hard work that's occurred, even despite COVID. I would say, mm-hmm. um, with um, Elm Creek Developers, which is developers uh, of, of main event and really hosted a big part of this event, uh, was resp- through a sponsorship. I think what they spoke to with regard to the relationship with the city that they've had. Um, Jace spoke to um, it being easy. They deal with over 50 cities throughout the nation because they develop Sears, redevelop Sears all over the nation, um, and saying that we were probably the number one city to work with because it was easy. Um, I told the story of my planning department, you know, one of the things that they asked for were the original plans of the Sears, right? Um, and so now we're going towards digital uh, 
software permitting through a sell of software, which is taking us a year and hopefully will go live this year. But before we didn't have that. So we had staff actually looking in boxes for plans. I mean, that's the type of customer service. I mean, it would have been so easy to have said, I can't do that or it's too hard. But, you know, staff going into storage and, and looking for those plans and finding them and scanning them and sending them, I think that really speaks to, you know, we're really, it's a team effort. Um, and now today they announced another $100 million investment in Brownsville. This company? Yes, Elm Creek. Elm Creek. I interviewed the gentleman. He didn't say, he didn't tell me that, but he did say that with this soft launch, He's, they're very excited at the numbers, the amount of interest there is. It all goes well. Right. He said it was the most um, highest grossing in revenue soft opening in the history of this company. So I think that speaks for itself. Mm. That your city was starved of something like this mm-hmm. and, and the surrounding areas. Even people from Matamoros that want to come across and... And right. try it out. So I think what's unique about them and what they understand the value of Brownsville is because they've been here, not only us pitching Brownsville wherever we go, whether it's the International Center for Shopping Centers, conferences in Dallas, um, or nationally, uh, but, um, you know, they were comp- they studied the market. I think one of the new things is our relationship with Matamoros and that you really, the capture area is about over a million people. It's 1.2 million. Um, And he was very, one of the things he picked up on early on was how late our Ross Dress for Less is open. You know, most of the United States aren't open to like 11 p.m. I mean, they're like, who would open that late? Well, our market, it's a request from our market demand. And so unless you're here and you see it, then you really kind of don't believe it right um that's the mexico influence that's the mexico influence and there's two there's one right as you cross um the bridge in downtown and then you know but both crosses are open very late and they're very successful Mm um so he was able i think but i and because he gets asked or they get asked all the time why brownsville so it's really interesting how many of these investors become advocates of brownsville because they're asked why and you know they're become biggest advocates you know nationally and internationally i would say um and we're fortunate to have another announcement that we made and, and that we've talked about before was the request for interest with the World Trade Center for the International Business Park of 730 acres and the fact that we're in negotiations and we're already looking at tenants um, that want to onshore or, um, you know, it's... you know, the World Trade Center Santos Potosí is one of the largest intermodal industrial parks in Mexico. Um, with they have presence in Houston and just really starting that process. And I mean, that's something the city really needed. And the fact that it's a straight shoot to the port of Brownsville and the announcements that the port has recently had with the LNGs in the next decade, it just really makes it for a really successful corridor. Some people might say that um, it's something the valley has long needed because it is a much bigger operation than anywhere else. I agree with you 100%. You would imagine that your in, the interest level is, you know, you're going to get interest from all over the region and beyond because of the size and the different, it's a, you're appealing, you're attracting a different market. 
Right. I mean, right now the the port is international, but I think the deepening of the channel is is kind of a next. We'll take the the port to the next level. We'll take the whole region, the RGV. I spoke at the University of Texas in El Paso at the Texas Lyceum, and we were talking about the new border economy. And we are changing the economy. SpaceX has changed the economy of Brownsville, and what we're doing is, you know, the port of Brownsville is changing the economy, the border economy, right? Because they've always thought of um, certain traditional type of manufacturing, but we can do advanced manufacturing, we can do highly innovative, you know, when we talk about Starship, who builds it? Well, they're built by Cameron County Brownsville residents many of them um, a, a large percentage of the 90% of the Starship is built with, with our workforce um, so I think they all need a place to eat, a place to play a place to live and building out the city which we're fortunate because even the city and the county I mean the city's only built out half of its land mass so we can, not only are we rebuilding downtown or revitalizing downtown, preserving our history, but building it up and reinvesting it, but also, you know, the Medeta master plan community, you know, that is building out up to 300 homes, but also commercial trails. So it's not supposed to be just a bedroom community. It's really, look, we look at it as like, can I work here? Can I play here? Can I have a home? Can I... Can my kids walk to school? You know, that kind of placemaking, you know, and strong towns movement is something that we're looking at as well. So let's go back to Elm Estates and their announcement today. Uh, did they, were they more specific as to what their next investment would be here? Other than saying that they're already looking at the investment because this one's been successful and saying giving it to $100 million investment, um, I believe will be a mix of uses because they're, they're very, they can do a mix, but there'll be more announcements to come and we're really excited that we're going to be working through those things. And, it, you know, it's, it's great because it's a development partner that's already performed, right? Um, we always talk about announcements well we're announcing it when when the, you know even though lots of times we know these things are coming six months ahead of time but it's really when it gets built that the community really realizes it's here it's, it believes you it believes me sometimes yeah. so i would say to the community we're announcing things when it's real the fact that we're able to sh- share it with the whole rgv was i love rgv partnership and everything what it, that it stands for the other day, talking to a, one of the large companies, they were saying, well, I had to hire an electrician from McAllen. Well, that's that's fine. You know, if we can give everybody work other than Brownsville, Cameron County, the whole valley, RGV, I think that's great. And then go back to the big industrial park, World Trade Center, mm-hmm. San Luis Potosi. Um, how is that going? I know you've only just made the announcement, but is there interest there? Yes, we're, we're in active... Uh, negotiations with with the terms and the agreements um however what i really uh what i like about this group is that we're already marketing promoting and and recruiting tenants to the space and to me the best types of relationships i love public private partnerships i said it at, at 
today because government can't pay for everything they shouldn't they should leverage what they have which in this case gbic great brownstone Santa corporation gbic has the land so leverage the land but also bring private investors to come develop because because the, because the infrastructure is expensive the city doesn't have the money to put in infrastructure nor should it how can we leverage our land bring in a private developer let them bring in their equity you know build the infrastructure which is which can be expensive in phases and also you know um you know and then jointly develop it uh, with tenants and, and that's what i did when i was in the city of huddo uh, we built out innovation business park right in front of the, the community college um, and it was now it's expanding it was so successful and now we see the expansion so i think for brownsville it's, it's largely important because we're about 75, 78% residential. We really need to expand that industrial or, or commercial or other type of tax base in order to be sustainable long term. You mentioned how you've doubled the amount of interest compared to that first investment and commercialization tour that you had. Mm-hmm. What was the feedback today? You, you had a lot, I know there were lots of discussions going mm-hmm. on, I could see that, but um, very positive feedback. Yes. Um, Everybody's talking about kind of a feeling, a movement, an energy. So I think to let's start with that, the energies, people, the belief that sometimes we're fighting against ourselves, right? Do I deserve this? Am I really going to be successful? So I think it can, develop- the, valley, can the valley really have this? Right, right. Um, and so everybody who's present says yes we can i mean you feel it it's a feeling it's an excitement it's a momentum and you know with momentum let's keep accelerating the momentum that we have i think that's the commitment that i see from many of our regional partners right and it's not only job creation but it's also you know new types of sectors of businesses that have been here traditionally um, it's also bringing them through GBIC uh, has a collaboration with CODEM with the Matamoros Economic Development Committee so it's relationships, momentum um, UTRGV has been a great partner, Texas South Wales College BISD, I mean they're all present here, that speaks volumes Right, so we're looking at our existing intergenerational workforce from elementary to high school, community college, you know, four year university. And so they were all here in support. And I think that's very, that's a very, that's something that's very uh, proud, we should be very proud of. You said um, at the beginning of this interview where you no longer have to go out to find uh, potential investors. They're coming to you. The mayor was telling me how a developer would uh, told him that he'd been to a conference overseas and they'd heard of Brownsville. Well, so. I'm not surprised. I'll tell you that I was in Austin and I was at a restaurant bar and they had trivia and there was some space trivia. Well, you had the Vandenberg Air Force space you had and um, the space coast florida you had brownsville as one of the the choices so we're there i mean we are international and um, sometimes we we think you know we are international we have companies from canada already here we have companies from spain that are here and um, you know we have companies from mexico 
attracting companies from Europe, from Asia. So we are global. This is a global economy, and we're a reflection of that. And now with the additional onshoring and everything that's gone through the economy, we have the ability to keep being successful um, and keep relationship building. And you know, we have a very great we have a great mayor and a city commission. They're all rowing in the same direction. Uh, economic development is an important pillar of the strategic visioning plan, and they're making good on that. And so I'm really proud of what we have accomplished and what we will accomplish. In your recent speech at the Select USA event, you said you sometimes wonder if the public understands what's happening and do they know what's coming. Do you want to uh, elaborate on that a little bit about how the public, the, the residents of Brownsville, need to be educated, need to be told these great things are just around the corner? We do communicate out, but I would say, you know, with my 20 years of experience, I would say lots of times you understand that they see success when they see construction going on. So when you start getting the, the noise, the calls on noise, that's when you're like, okay, I did my job because now they're realizing there's development, right? Even with the redevelopment, there's quite a few projects downtown and you're seeing redevelopment and we're getting, you know, the calls on here and there. Are you closing the street? Are you, you know, why are you, you know, rerouting traffic? So when, when you get those calls um, or you get, you could say, wow, you know, people were very happy when, you, when we opened up Hobby Lobby, um, you know, old vacant Kmart, right? Because Kmart went under and all the teachers I got a lot of comments from teachers. They were having to go to Harlingen. Well, I don't have to drive 30 minutes away. To them, it was like a world of, it was wonderful. And it's one. It's, one, it's a very large Hobby Lobby and now Didi's is next door. So um, I think residents are noticing, um, even Black Bear Diner. It's the only Black Bear Diner south of Houston. Before, before lots of these um, restaurants had to have, you know, would go to McAllen and it was proven to McAllen or other places and they would come to Brownsville. Well, now it's, that's no longer the case. Um, and they're coming straight. We have one of the most gourmet uh, gas stations slash convenience stores, believe it or not, um, that they sell wine and cheeses and gourmet food at a gas station. Can you believe it? And they're only in Houston and they're Brownsville. Um, and they're, being, they're very successful. So it's those types of things and then many people shop local. I was at this place called Raw Chocolate. It's like an artisan. They have pastries and they have like dark chocolate. They have carrot cake. They have, you know, they have a lot European pastries also. I would say the quality. And I went in the other day uh, to buy my kids some uh, dark chocolate or brownies. And I see two young ladies and they told me they drove just from McAllen just to go to that artisan chocolate, raw chocolate shop. I was like, wow, this is great to drive an hour to go to this very authentic place of business here, small business in Brownsville, because it's not a chain, it's not, it's a small, authentic business. And I would, that's what I would say we're very, and I think we're very blessed, um, is that you know, Brownsville in the Valley is very, the specific Brownsville is very authentic. Like Cameron County people, they're very real, authentic people. Um, I've lived in different parts from whether Los Angeles or Austin or Madrid, Spain. I've lived in different parts. And the people are very warm. They're very genuine. And they're very welcoming here. And I don't think, and I think these developers and people are investing here or moving here or moving back, they're capturing that.
or because sometimes when we're from here, we don't realize that until we live somewhere else and they're like, we need to come back. I have people that left or I met people that have left Brownsville, grew up here and said, you know, in 2019 told me, I'm not going to move back in another five or six years, you know, but have moved back sooner, two years because of opportunity. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're growing the middle class. Yes, yes. Yes, we are. Um, you, I think you knocked it out of the park today by bringing it over here to this new centre. And uh, the level of excitement, you're, you're right. I mean, you could just feel it. Anything else you'd like to add as we focus again on, on the great city of Brownsville? Well, I would say that we're bold in our thinking, um, and that includes innovation. So approving the broadband project is uh, very important for us. In fact, similar to deliver developer said, make sure that the ring of broadband in the middle mile captures our development. So they're very excited. They realize the importance of having great connectivity um, for their investors or their new companies that are coming in. So they're very excited that we are, you know, have an alternative and are building that out and making the investment because they see that that's very innovative, especially with a new tech company or innovative company or someone that's never been here, understanding that we're going to have that in our hands um, because it's such an important part of doing business nowadays, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. and so they see that our thinking is innovative and bold, and but responsible as well. Mm. I hadn't asked that one because I know you've got a very big announcement <laughs> next week, which I'm looking forward to attending, to learning more about. But um, you're right, it's, it's very much an economic development issue. And you're telling me, as others have today, that by... Having this plan, having uh, the high-speed uh, broadband here, it's going to attract new business. It's not just the local residents are going to benefit from it, having a faster service than they've ever had before, but new businesses are going to come here because of this is part of the package. This is what you're offering. Absolutely. So, you know, our philosophy and the mayor's philosophy has always been one, fill the gaps in broadband, which we do, and also at a reasonable, affordable price. So you'll have different price points that are affordable to our community, but also you'll have, you know, the cutting edge for a company that wants to have that. So I think it's good to have choice. And that's what we're offering, choice. Um, and, and how do we buy down that cost? Well, by using some of our ARPO, or American Recovery Plan money, towards building out some of the infrastructure. Right? So states do it all the time. They build certain, if you look at, and this is not a toll road, but if you look at toll roads, the state puts in so much money, then private industry puts up, puts in X amount of money. Um, but they, but the state's uh, subsidy allows for it to be less costly. So in our case, why is, you know, fiber connectivity going to be less costly? Because we're putting in some of the main middle mile infrastructure, which makes economic sense. And who will benefit from that? Our residents and our businesses. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them are small businesses. Yeah. Well, this is great, Helen. It's always great to catch up with you to hear the latest news. Helen Ramirez, Executive Director of Greater Brownsville Incentives Corporation and Interim City Manager for Brownsville. Thank you so much for today's interview. I'm Mario Munoz, reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.